So that's the setting. Let's read Luke 14, uh, starting at verse 7. So we're on page 1047, but in just a matter of seconds, we're going to flip over to 1048, so be ready. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor, for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, give this man your seat. Then, humiliated, you'll have to take the least important place. But when you're invited, take the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he'll say to you, friend, move up to a better place. Then you'll be honored in the presence of all your fellow guests. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, don't invite your friends, your brothers or relatives, or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you'll be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you'll be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you'll be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous." And Jesus there is talking about an extraordinary, surprising invitation, a surprising welcome that extends to all people and to some people that probably weren't expecting it. And we've just been hearing some stories of our our community ministries, some of the stuff that's going on in the life of this church. And a lot of these are all about us extending that welcome to people and particularly to people who might not otherwise come to our church. It's about the church being mobilized to get out and get messy and get alongside people and encourage them and draw them in. We're going to watch a video now, just a fun video of uh, a surprising welcome that a few people uh, experienced at, at Heathrow Airport in 2010.
Did you like that? That was just for a bit of fun, really. But, um, but also, I do. Um, I love the picture of of a surprising welcome, and I love seeing some of those faces light up as someone just comes alongside them uh, in a really creative way and um, and just says, "Welcome home." I think there's something there's something there, isn't there? But going back to our, our Pharisees' house and the passage that we looked at there, um, that was very much the social system at the time, the, the hierarchical kind of seating arrangements. And it would have been very tangible to the people hearing Jesus because they would have been hearing him, but they'd be hearing him sitting in the seat that they'd perhaps chosen for themselves according to what social status they, they thought they had. Um, and Jesus speaks into that, that social situation and turns it on its head, doesn't he? And quite often he does that, or maybe actually what he's doing is turning things back the right way up. As God's people humble themselves and live by a different social system, one that uh, is marked by countercultural hospitality, they can trust that God will be faithful and will reward the right way of, of living. Probably not reward in terms of worldly wealth. Probably more uh, talking about treasures in heaven here, I think. But look at verse 8. And here Jesus is talking to um, the guests. Put your hand up if you've ever been a guest uh, at a a dinner party or uh, at a wedding or at uh, someone's house for a cup of tea. You've been a guest. Okay, this is perhaps what he'd say to you. Verse 8, don't take the place of honor uh, because you'll be humiliated. And then in verse 11, humble yourself and you'll be exalted. He's telling us to choose humility instead of thinking that we have all the answers. Then he turns to the host. Who's ever hosted a party or a wedding or invited someone over for a cup of tea? Uh, You're the host. Verse 13 Jesus says to the host, when you give a banquet, don't just invite the, the rich people. Don't just invite the people uh, who are your brothers and sisters and your, your friends, the comfortable. The people who you know are going to invite you back. But invite the poor. Invite the crippled, uh, the lame, and the blind. I think it's not hard for us to see um, how this, this applies to us. Today, uh, there's a challenge to, to those of us who are followers of Jesus just to think about our lives, think about the way that we socialize, think about the relationships that we choose to invest in. Quite often we say, don't we, um, no, no, we must uh, invite you over because you had us over last, last month and it's our turn to give you uh, dinner or have you over for coffee or uh, we're keeping this tally chart maybe of, of invitations of, uh, w- within, our, within our social groups. But, but Jesus says when you give a banquet, uh, include the poor. He's revealing the new values of uh, the kingdom of God on earth. What does that look like? Well, it seems there's an invitation going out specifically to the most marginalized in society. Because church is not an exclusive social club. Uh, In fact, 
it's exactly the opposite. Also, Jesus' advice was, I think, much more than just good advice on a social level. I think the parable has spiritual significance. That picture of the banquet, of the wedding feast, comes quite often in the Bible and is symbolic of of the kingdom of God um, and of heaven. So who are we inviting to the banquet? Who, who are we specifically inviting into a place where they can hear more about Jesus? Uh, to a place where they can start a relationship with him? Who are we inviting into the kingdom? So who are you reaching out to? So Jesus comes into this Pharisee's house, uh, into that social system at the time. He comes into our lives here today and asks, how are you choosing to arrange your life? Who are you inviting to spend time with you? And who are you using your talents for? Do the materially poor and the socially disadvantaged get a place at your table? I don't know how often you spend um, time with local people who are poor or marginalized or isolated, Perhaps you're here this morning and that is how you describe yourself. And if that's the case, then I say to you, especially you, are really welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. But do you really believe that the church is for you? Sometimes uh, perhaps we've made the mistake of thinking that the church is only for a certain type of people who look a certain way. Or only for people who have it all together. This passage is a reminder that God's kingdom is extremely welcoming. Every one of us was once far away from God, but he reached out to us in grace and in forgiveness through his son Jesus so that we could be included in the family of God. That's why his church, his family on earth, is for everyone, materially rich or poor, struggling or doing okay, Sick or healthy, funny, awkward, God loves and welcomes us all. So as a a parting thought this morning, as we begin to draw uh, the service to a close, let's let's just take a moment uh, to consider how we want to respond to Jesus' words. When he says, when you give a banquet, do not invite your friends, brothers, sisters, relatives or rich neighbours. If you do... They may invite you back and you'll be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you'll be blessed. Let's just, in the, in the stillness now, let's consider one thing that Jesus might be calling us to do differently this week. Let's begin to bring to mind one person that maybe we could include who would otherwise be excluded. One action we could make to invite someone to the banquet. Let's just imagine if we all increasingly carried that value of countercultural hospitality around with us, what a difference that could make. Who are you inviting to the banquet?
Let us pray for the church, the world.